This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. News. This is Engadget. Here's what's happening in the world of technology. Today is August 4th. NFT advocates often tout the technology's ability to grant the creator a cut of secondhand sales as one of its major attributes. Artists can earn from one of their digital creations years after first selling it. Others are looking at NFTs to earn a buck from the secondary market, too, including the publishers of college textbooks. Pearson, which said in 2019 it would focus on digital textbook sales, wants a piece of the action. In the analog world, a Pearson textbook was resold up to seven times, and we would only participate in the first sale, CEO Andy Bird told Bloomberg this week. The move to digital helps diminish the secondary market, and technology like blockchain and NFTs allows us to participate in every sale of that particular item as it goes through its life. There's an obvious reason why students resell textbooks. They're expensive. Students often have to spend hundreds of dollars on required materials each semester, or even hundreds of dollars on a single textbook. Selling on a textbook when it's no longer needed just makes sense. Turning textbooks into NFTs and banking on the blockchain to track ownership of them, from owner A to owner B to owner C, as Bird put it, seems unnecessary, though. Digital rights management already exists and doesn't need to go anywhere near cryptocurrency. Pearson has a $15 per month subscription service for its textbooks as well. Bird could simply be bloviating about a zeitgeisty technology to try and keep Pearson's investors happy, even though NFT sales have plummeted this year. In any case, there's still not much he or Pearson could do to stop students from screenshotting every page of a textbook before selling it on. And... Twitter is overhauling its Spaces audio chat rooms. The company has confirmed to TechCrunch that it's developing an experiment for the Spaces tab in its social media app. While it didn't say just what that would entail, early screenshots of test code from Watchful hint at a revised interface with major feature additions. You could browse themed stations such as music or sports, or play a personalized daily digest with a handful of content. The company warned TechCrunch that the screens were outdated and didn't reflect what you'd see in the final product. The revamp appears to take advantage of Space's support for topic tags that help you quickly find a relevant chat room. The rethink could help newcomers discover spaces, not to mention expand it beyond the business and cryptocurrency users that frequently dominate the discussions. While it's not clear how many people currently use spaces, the current interface is aimed more at veteran users. Whether or not the update is timely is another matter. The audio chat room phenomenon has lost some of its momentum, with Pioneer Clubhouse laying off staff as it shifts strategy, while Twitter, Meta, and Spotify all leaped into the field soon after Clubhouse's rise to prominence. It's not clear these piggyback efforts took off. Internal data obtained by the Washington Post suggested that Spaces was already in decline last summer, with under 1 million users by July 2021. 
The audio chat bubble might have popped a while back, in other words, and there's no guarantee a space's redesign will help. If you want to catch the latest tech news as it's happening, check out Engadget.com or tune in again every weekday. Spoken Layer Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.